0: Oh, this nigga? You know, every time, man, we got something good, and then you have to throw in your recording. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, do you have to always do that every yeah. time?
1: we really good at podcast. You know, I, you
0: I was thinking before the podcast, I was watching like um, 4321 DMX, Hello, Cougar, Redman, and Method Man. Okay. This is something I this cannabis on. But anyway, I was watching the live performance, and DMX was just sensational. But I just remember, then I watched, I started watching DMX videos just to see his live performance, just to see his energy on stage. And mm. I just realized people don't respect the hype man, you know. You have to know all his songs. You didn't write that shit. <laughs> like you got to know all the words. Because he's just gonna stop right. at random places. I open the door, then I close it back. Mm. Mm. And you don't miss a beat, like right. you know Them,
1: those hype men, do you know how do you know how much effort it takes to be excited about the same guy every night?
0: And it's not even your song.
1: Uh, bruh, the fans they go nuts, but they get to see him once a year. You, you, you six dates into the, night. you six dates into the I, I toilet. And
0: yo, give it, well, give it up for me the You're in there with like six of the homies. <laughs> no one's, no one's putting the camera on you. You're just a hype man. Imagine that. And the way they even say it, hype man, they need to change the name to maybe like, you know, supportive energy or something like that. Give it something more, like hype man just sounds like, you're just always on a hype fam. Like, <laughs> but they just send you out there to get everybody hyped.
1: So I, wonder, I wonder
0: if one day, like, you know when they're doing their song and they break, and, you, you know, the hype man feels in that verse. I wonder if one time when they turn around and he didn't say anything, and they look at me, he's like, yo, it's not my song. Like, you, you, you forgot your own shit. like Put that on me. <laughs> I'm the hype man, okay? I didn't really think that part was kind of hype.
1: <laughs> the, the hype men are popping off in Nigeria now. Now they're the stars, bro. And Nigerian <laughs> I, hype man is one of the biggest stars on TikTok right now
0: to be like, um it's that you know you know what um you know you know it's like go land in, go land in. like niggas has been hyping since two year old birthday parties just you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just something about the hype man that gives it that extra energy. It's like I watch a lot of battle rap, right? Now when battle yeah. rap first started, it was like your community, they come to your block, you battle but they mm-hmm. let you battle the whole time. They don't interrupt. You, your boys might say, mm, like, you know, and clap at the end. But as the sport evolved, hype men became a thing. And then next thing you know, your whole crew is, mm, get that in oh! the Like, and sometimes on the lightest of bars, but they're in the zone, man. And I pull out with the banana, ah! It's like, man. sometimes the <laughs> crowd, like, come on, man. Come on, y'all. But it just gives it that energy, you know, when someone's saying, Go, go, and what else? Talk to him. You're like, Jeez, calm down.
1: Bruh, At thirty, even this is exactly the same concept behind preachers wanting to get them amens and get them preach pastors. You Ooh. think a, you think if a preacher is hearing preach pastor and amen is not getting hype inside, like, whoa, okay, how many like, preachers are right now?
0: Now it's even so ceremonial, you know. The pastor, I was watching, I saw when Bishop Boy he was a mm-hmm. billionaire, by the way, and a um, lot of offerings in his church. And um, he was like, Marriage is not by force. You know hear I me? Mean? Marriage is not by force. Nothing can join the West I and mean, the North together. And the church went nuts. And I was like, Nigga, that's not even in the Bible. <laughs> like, you bringing politics, tribal politics to the pulpit, got the whole church out there. I was like, man, bro. All white suits. So Tell your mama Rufus came around levels. <laughs> he held the mic like that a lot. <laughs> oh! You, so, you know
1: those yeah. those you know that hold the mic at the bottom of the code,
0: Bruh, of you here. know what it is <laughs> yeah? It's showmanship. Like the geo of the Dean, yeah? He used to wear, you know, the native and preach. Yeah. The next thing I know, nigga had a bow tie with the short sleeves. I said, this nigga got a stylist. This nigga's got a status! You know why? Yeah. You see the T.D. Jakes in them, the Creflo Dollars in them. You, yeah. you see Joyce Mayer, actually she puts it together. It's all...
1: I can't remember, there's one, there's one preacher who was preaching, but he wasn't getting the amens, and he told the he told the, the congregation, I'm preaching better than you are saying amen.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what, yeah? It's like that part in the material where you thought this was the haymakers and it's just getting the... Mm. <laughs> You know, these uh, jokes are funnier than that. <laughs>
1: yo, I'm about to say, are you preaching to get the message across? Or are you
0: preaching for these amens? I told you when Titty Jake said you play a hater, you did the, the shoulder. Oh, bro, I, I gave money. I, I gave money from my team. I said, take that. Take all of that. <laughs> what? Do y'all got
1: PayPal, Cash App? I'm going to send it right now.
0: <laughs> prostitution must have gone to Cash up by now, though. That must be, that's, that's a small, you know, just Yeah, it must be a Cash App thing now, isn't it?
1: Of course. If you type in, like, I've seen this on on Twitter. If you type in like Dropbox, for example, it's Mm -hmm. mostly going to be porn. If you type in like PayPal, it's going to be porn. If you type in like whatever you type in, someone's using it for porn. Like people people are putting their nudes in a Dropbox folder and selling that. People are using Cash App to take money from uh, these guys who like to be financially dominated. They accepted PayPal as well. They accepting whatever. My friend
0: told me he knew a girl, she was getting like two, three grand, and she was sending her pictures of her feet to someone. Yep.
1: Yep. The feet pics, they're out there as well.
0: That's crazy. Wow.
2: Bro, you, for know
0: what, him. The is, you know what? Yeah, this is where you break the client comfort and the client and the you know, you break the, th- the, the kind of space between you. Because essentially, you're sending your pictures of your feet to someone, he's paying you for them. What he does with yeah. those pictures, I really don't know your concern until you say to yourself, I wonder what he does with my pictures.
1: The thing is, you know what he does with the pictures from the beginning. You don't you know,
0: know you don't. You actually don't know what he does with the pictures. You don't know what he does with the pictures. You don't.
2: You don't cool.
0: have an idea, but you don't know what his fetish is. It might be he just likes to arrange the pictures. Yeah, maybe, I guess so. OK, I we all know to so. the pitches Come on, let's not. we at some point. <laughs> 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 but what I was trying to get was... Until, but the, your curiosity might lead you to, like, say, OK, look, one, I'm just going to ask him, listen, like, just what do you do with the pictures?
1: I, I've spoken to a sister, very well-paid sister. She works very hard, you know, we're working at Canary Wharf. And she was telling me, no, like, real, real, real talk, I'm going to do OnlyFans and it's just gonna be pictures of on my feet because for her, she can be so divorced from that process, she doesn't even have to think about what he's doing. And but I'm like, but man, you know what he's doing.
0: This is the thing, but this is where people start disrespecting the fetish. Just what I'm saying? It's not every feet in here that's just gonna be c- cashing up racks from it. point. Then you start getting <laughs> personal because ain't nobody feeling your feet. You understand? Like, respect the people, you got to have pretty feet out here. Niggas is attracted to feet for a reason. They're just going to pick your crusty ass toes and be like, yeah, I'm into... You know, I don't know what kind of person... I'm not into all feet. <laughs> I don't know what kind of person you think I am.
1: That I understand.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, but you, yeah, I mean,
0: you. One guy tells you some girls are getting too grand from just posting their feet. Ah, I'm going to stop posting my feet. So have you seen your feet, fam? <laughs>
1: Right, this is the thing as well. You kind of have to understand their fetish to yes. know how to pose or what kind right, of pictures they're looking right. for. The next, thing you, next thing you know, you, you're pouring, the next thing you know, you're you're, you're thinking, hmm, are they going to find sex? Maybe I should pour food on it. Maybe my foot in whipped cream. Maybe I put okra on it. Like You don't know, you just start making stuff up. But you have to like kind of have to interact and say, okay, so what do you want to see my feet do? You want to see my feet? Yeah, yeah. You have no, to, Buckingham Palace.
0: Good.
1: Yeah. What's the fantasy with the feet?
0: I'm not really so a full
1: No, neither am I. In fact, I spent most of my life kind of hating seeing feet.
0: You know when you, 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 know, you watch them porn when she goes, "You not my pretty feet. You're like, nah, not really. <laughs> nah. Now you're good.
1: I've actually been anti-feet. I am much prefer to see people's feet put away.
0: Really? I'm not that. I like i like nice feet. I'm just not look like, I like nice hands. Like like, you know, just nice hands of jewelry and the makeup and the, you know. I like girls with big or dance. you know, the fingers, the fingers. You know the you know girls that like to do the pedico and all of that?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like hands. I like I like that. That's a nice you know yeah, I mean
1: I, I think it's nice when yeah, when everything's like nice. have to be that guy that, you
0: know you know that scene where the guys Holding the leg in there and he's biting the hand You're like my nigga, it's not lunch. <laughs> that primal, you know, give me your hand <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: <so freaky>. yeah. <laughs> so You Yes, a freaky. you
0: right know, You know what? You know what is so good? It brings that. It brings out a side you didn't even know. Damn, listen, can we talk about um what I said earlier? <laughs> I want you to know that was like in the moment type thing. You know what I'm saying? Man, did really like that on a personal thing. So what's been, what's been going on, man? How's it over there in the Abu Dhabi, in the Sunshine oh. State, where the bummer's hempy? You know, <laughs> bummer's hempy. Nah,
1: man. If, if you see someone smoking Abu Dhabi, then yo, that's got to be some of the rarest weed I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's, nice. some, that's some resilient weed that grew the, green, well, the know, desert. If
0: you again to get into the weed business, they'll have to do it. So potion, do you know what I mean? You're coming like a right. a lantern or something like that. Like <laughs> <Bro, laughs> you, la- you rub the lantern and the weed just comes out like this is the next level shit.
1: <laughs> this is the, Aladdin bro. This, the
0: Aladdin. Aladdin, bro. this is the Ali Ababwa, I tell you <laughs> that. <laughs> this is the Ababwa. Mm. That, bro? <laughs> That's that Jafaru boy. Mm. <laughs> you got something like for the ladies hey have that Yasmin there you go Hit that <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh you feel like you're on a magic carpet huh <laughs> oh, oh, oh it's a whole new world huh <laughs> It's good. It's good. it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah, it's mad disrespectful to the Arabs, but yeah, they, you get the point. Uh, we but yeah, like... We're good, we good. Yeah, we good, <laughs> we good. We're really popping in this region. Yeah.
0: But... You know, Chelsea's been catching so much heat.
2: Yeah, because
0: of the I must have... Michael O'Dewale, shout out to Michael. And yeah. he must have been like... Um, oh, he must have posted Chelsea, you know, just showing his support to his club, you know? And so mm-hmm. I put shameful. And he goes, bro, you're in no position to talk to me about this. Because of course, my club is owned by the Saudi Arabian government. And I said to him, yeah, but we're only killing people from Yemen. And he goes, don't say that on stage, bro. I said, why? Because people are gonna pretend to care like they they care for people from Yemen? Please. (laughs) You don't give a shit about them. You just wanna protect your sensibility. That's
1: very, you, you, uh,
0: you don't you care about people money. from Ukraine. You just want to protect, you just want to act like you care. There's wars being done in Africa every Thursday. You didn't give a shit about them niggas.
1: Yeah, man. When I did my, my joke on Ukraine, those two women who went around complaining about me to all of the staff at the comedy store, and the staff at Comedy Store left. Like, like they, the they got down from me or whatever it is. But it, at first, I thought, oh, they were Ukrainian or whatever it was. Yes, <laughs> it turns out they weren't even from Ukraine. They were offended on behalf. They said they have some friends
2: Ukraine, from
1: Ukraine uh, who weren't at the show, uh, but they have some friends from Ukraine, and it's too soon. It's too. It's too sensitive. Blah, blah, blah. But, So, but the whole room's laughing. Everyone's having a good time. But they just had to get up and let everybody mm. know that no, we don't stand for this. Hey, yeah, shut yeah. up, man. Shut I up. It's a good joke. it's you
0: know the maddest thing, Ukraine. <laughs> And I've got nothing against Ukrainians. Um, war is not good, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> you shouldn't
1: should have to say all of this up top.
0: I've got that against you. But these, are, um, these are things and discussions that you know, we're not even privy to, man. You're just, you're just literally yelling your your feelings and or your basic social studies of the concept. But what is actually going on is between figureheads and the powers that be. People coming out and like, I didn't know Abramovich owned so much property, really? Why would you know? You're too busy watching Stormzy featuring Skepta. you You're too busy thinking, waiting for the next Wiley diss. Why would you know what property he owns? Do you think money just comes to this country because we work so hard? They'll, this is an administrative country. They'll take money from the devil if, he, if, 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 he's got, if he's got the right figures. My sister used to work in Number 10. She used to work for an MP. Who, um, he was one of those, he was a <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Ella. he was the yeah. guy, yeah. yeah. You, need, you need some electricity in, in in the town, you speak to him. Warner yeah. Brothers, Paramount Pictures were trying to get him to get a meeting with him, they were doing the serene thing, they were trying to get a meeting with him because his wife wrote something, and so he was still trying to get him. He was not interested. They sent him tickets to the Premier, not interested. She said he will turn down, box six tickets to Wimbledon. He only sees people where there's an advantage. One day, he cleared his whole schedule for guess who? A certain Mr. i
2: <laughs>
0: Dangote is coming. I really want him to invest in this country. Clear my schedule.
1: Power past power. My goodness. <laughs>
0: I didn't say bonaboy. <laughs> I said Dangate. He said with money.
1: <laughs> Richest man in Africa.
0: Right, and that's um, that's the game essentially. Uh, I have you know. <laughs> here's the thing: you saw what the videos of Africans within Ukraine. You saw how Ukraine felt about them when it was time to evacuate. Yeah. said, like, "Oh no, these are for Ukrainians, bro. We don't know who you eat." <laughs> And, you know, not to say that they deserve what's going on or anything like that, but as a a black person, I'm very aware that those regions are very racist, and very Mm. racist towards black people. And so um, I have to be careful how I just yell out my, we are the world, because it's always we are the world when certain faces appear on your TV screen. It's more so, ooh, what did they do when other ones appear? And so I have to be very careful how I, you know, and that's why when you said your joke, and again, your joke is not even about war. It's about the fact that let's address the issue that was really bugging them. You don't want to go to war, do you, sweetie? But you want those equal rights.
1: Yeah, that was it. that was the, the main joke. That was what the main joke was about. And but you know, you, we all know how it goes. And I think um, when it comes to uh, the way you know people position themselves, I saw a really good post on LinkedIn. Um, where somebody was, I was like, this person's on smoke. Because on LinkedIn, everyone's mad positive. Everyone's trying to seem like everything's going great because that's the professional place. But she came on smoke. She was like, okay, so not too long ago, when <clears throat> some uh, people were posting about what was happening to Palestine, uh, what Israel was bombing uh, Gaza or whatever, and... Um, You know, a lot of companies really did come out to punish people for posting, saying that this was not in line with corporate procedures and that we don't comment on political events. But I see these same companies willing to uh, outwardly on LinkedIn show their support for Ukraine. It's very interesting who uh, is allowed to be commented on when they're being bombed. Very, very interesting. I was like, whoa, LinkedIn. You cause LinkedIn, you of that know? Bro, okay. She meant business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I
0: like she that. meant business.
1: Yeah, so bro. I mean, I the hypocrisy is there. We know it. We know of the deal. Of course
0: it is. And it's it's actually quite sad when you think of it. Because it's like we're all bunch of sheep. We'd literally mm-hmm. cry whoever you tell us to cry for. And we we'll literally turn our blind eye to whoever you turn, tell us to turn our blind eye to. You know, when that stuff in, 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 in the Palestine... i tell you another example. Mesut Ozil, who was a footballer who played for Arsenal, he spoke out against the Saudi Arabian government, if I'm correct. Their, <laughs> not the Chinese government. He spoke out against the Chinese government when they were trying to take on the Muslims. Arsenal punished him for it and said, we don't do political stuff. They removed him from FIFA. They put sanctions on this nigga. Arsenal have a judge saying we stand with Ukraine. Do you see what I'm saying? The hypocrisy is ridiculous.
1: You, know you, said you, don't,
0: you're not in, you said you don't involve yourself with political issues. So why are you involved in this?
1: Right.
0: You know the deal then.
1: At this point. It's like
0: point to the enemy. That's the enemy. We don't like him. You shouldn't like him. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't know who to like. There's an order and, to this. It's very clear. There's an order to this. You know, there's an and, order to this. How, how 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 does a man who you just gave the olympics and the world cup now all of a sudden become public ebelina number one what, what, what were you not smoking before
1: yeah you know the deal bro you know fifa is corrupt and at least for the world cup side we know that fifa is corrupt
0: as hell yeah, bro FIFA's corrupt. i can't lie to you Oliver man if you were head of fifa and you know you have the power to change a to change a country's economy for two weeks God, man, I'm gonna have seven hookers suck my dick before we even have a meeting. I want to see what kind of pussy I got in the region. <laughs> I wanna make sure the spectators get the best ass.
1: <laughs> you think you think they dipped at that Cantari pumps that mm, mm, this is good. This is twenty
2: twenty four.
1: This is twenty twenty-three right here. Mm.
0: <laughs> a bit dry, but you know, considering the way we are, I feel that. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Hummus? Is that is that hummus? Is that a um, camel hop? <laughs> How's your eel? <laughs> so, yeah, if you have that, you know how man man, man abuses power. Which, that's the problem, you know, human beings abuse power, especially when you have a lot of it, when you know a lot is riding with you. People are going, you know how, to get the World Cup in your country is definitely a backdoor deal. That's not just going to go to someone who voted. Otherwise we'd have the World Cup in fucking, you know what I mean? Although England's been shafted, oh, that's a political hate oration, yeah. I can't believe England hasn't hosted the World Cup since 66. What kind of bids have you been putting in?
1: I, I think England's been trying to do it uh, based on their merit. Like, it's the home of football. Right, right, uh, right. And people Detroit.
0: ain't trying to get <laughs> it, yeah. it. They want it to be humble,
1: innit? They want it to be humble. He's to heal the that. I think England probably feel like, we don't have to play those games. We've already got the stadiums built.
0: We've got the infrastructure. <laughs> Come, on, bro. Come on, bro. Hey, we hosting the World Cup, easy. You don't even have to walk around. <laughs> You don't even have to walk around, you don't send a little mm, okay, you don't even have to do all that. We can host the World Cup in London, just one city if we want.
1: Bro, for real.
0: If they for brought real. the World Cup to England, those two weeks, I might be English.
1: I might be speaking, English. Of, speaking of the World Cup, you think I should pay for my World Cup tickets and Bro, go to the
0: I think you should think, like, are you really gonna go to the World Cup? Right,
1: stressful, you know.
0: Right. You know, and the last thing you want to do is do it. And then it comes to that time and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. But, or pay for them and maybe try and sell them. If you're
1: not going to Yeah, I have thought about that, but uh, I've got all Nigeria tickets, I don't know what the real sale
0: value. Does. Well, depending on what kit we put out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> you might get the partners yeah. in early.
1: I don't know, hey, hey like you me. know
0: don't pay for them yet make sure we qualify first because that's some bullshit if we don't
1: but this is the thing you have to pay by saturday i think
0: But well, hold on a second why are they booking tickets for nigeria when nigeria hasn't even qualified yet what happens if they don't qualify
1: even everything to on it everything on it is to be to be confirmed
0: you know what? yeah what if you're 500 what if they're riding on your 500 pounds like, said, what, what if they've run out of money to pay them and they just need that little, <laughs> they need this early boost of cash? I
1: oh, don't know, man. It's the first time I've gone for they, you know. They keep saying once in a lifetime opportunities. When so it is it's every four years? But... To be fair, the World
0: Cup is always a once in a lifetime opportunity because who's got it in every single four years? Don't get me wrong, yeah. some people probably. I've been coming to the World Cup since I was two. All right, well, that's. I was at Wimbledon when I sat next to this lady, she was like, been coming here for, for over 30 years. I was like, damn, 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 damn. I was like, this is my first time. <laughs> and I didn't even pay for this shit. I snuck in. Oh. No, 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 you pay to get into the park, which is 25 pounds, and then you just hang around, people just give you tickets for free because they're going home. I got to watch Serena for free. From Centre Court, which is phenomenal, by the way. That's where my joke came from when I was like, I mean, um, you know, I expect racial abuse at a football game, but if that happened at Wimbledon, I'd be like, ooh, that's a bit much. Because if you heard racial abuse, people would freak out. They would not know, I am so sorry. Like, they'll be offended because it's like, oh my God, not here. At home, yes, but not here, <laughs> you know? And the, 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 I'm telling you, man, when you're in fine society, you change, man. You know what I mean? Name there. Yeah. <laughs> it's some French, the biggest of them. Ancient boom. Europe. <laughs> boom, boom boom, yeah. Boom I was like, you know, walking with, you know, there's a queue because there's a mm-hmm. long queue to get into the actual park to mm-hmm. get to the you know, park. And the queue was long, it was a nice day, but you no know, one was trying to jump the queue. You you had to, um. You could hold your place in the queue, so you could go and come back, and your place would still remain. Because it's done by some kind of other system where it's not actually one by one. It's done by where you took your ticket, so they would know if you know where your number is. And but it was just an organized environment, and and that's the thing with with people don't realize it's not necessarily when black people do things like man we're so ghetto. It's a class. It's literally a class thing. Because if you've ever been to a football game with working class white boys, it's just as Chaotic and as and they're drunk too, so it's just uh, it's carnage. And we get to the the front of the the gate where you know you you're getting searched, and all my people were, were serving, <laughs> were working. <laughs> but I was wondering where all the black people were. Bro, went in there had peach, had strawberries and ice cream. Well, my friend, she had strawberries and ice cream. I couldn't but with that trash. Um. I drank a Stella because you know it's a ship sponsor. <laughs> and it was just nice. I went to Henman Hill. Henman or oh, it's Murray Mountain. now. it's not a mountain. It's literally a big patch, patch of grass. The TV does it, makes it look way better than it is. You ever get to the I was standing on Murray Mountain like this is it? I was supposed to see the burning, I was supposed to see the burning bush assignment. Like, you
2: know what I mean? <laughs> it
1: you say the TV people fix it in post. They're like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> super look they superimpose it, man. Cause when you get on there, it's literally just like, this is it. And then, you yeah. know, you walk around, it's a good experience though, man. And it was just amazing that Wimbledon's in London and that was the first time I've ever been. Ever been, so,
1: yeah, I mean. Take, them, just,
0: take Dara. You don't know what think, happens, man. Dara might watch again and be like, it was when my dad took me to see you know, Venus Williams play, and I decided I wanted to be a tennis player.
1: You know what, you're right. Uh, what I find is in in Abu Dhabi, to answer your previous question um, about how things are going, I, um, I definitely see, I definitely behave as though there's way more possibilities willing to do so much. Since I've been in the UAE, I've been to see WizKid, I've been for brunch, I've tried out restaurants, like I've tried all sorts of foods. When I'm in the UK, for some reason, I just there's like a heaviness. There's like a, I just don't even don't feel pay. like
0: bills to pay. The bills to pay, but there's bills to pay here as well. Like been nice. The scenery's you're, you're, nice. You're, 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 what's making you happy is the weather.
1: Maybe. But,
0: I mean, two years in living in there, you, everything will wear off as well. There as well. Do you know what I mean? It'll just be that's,
1: that's very very possible. That's very very possible. And I, well, don't you know what. Interested
0: like um what would you say you prefer? You prefer to live in Dubai than in the UK?
1: Yes, 100%. I, uh, I, but
0: I mean, is, you know what it is? It's a new movement for us minorities, for us, you know, first generation Brits, where our parents left Nigeria to move to England because it was the most conducive place for them at that time. But when you look at us now, like you said, we were not actually, we're just citizens of this country but we're not tied to it in the sense where our roots are not here. We can up and start another movement. This is what immigrants do. We keep it moving. We, that's when yeah. you know you phone your cousin. Oh, we got cousins in China. In China, how? Like, we just keep it moving. So it's no surprise yeah. that a bunch of Nigerians are not going to be looking at Dubai. I know so many friends have relocated to Dubai. The weather is good. It suits our needs in, in, in that sense. It's a nice country. And we're not under any pretenses in that country. Ain't nobody trying to live into the Dubai system and we'll vote for the next, we just work, work, get our money, no one's giving you an headache. Whereas in this country, because we feel part, we will I guess we want to feel part of it. We try, can, kind of get trapped in that need to be here, even though it's not working out for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, very, very spot on point. I was making, having this conversation with another comic who's South African and lives in South Africa. And it was the first time I really did that he has something that I'll never experience, which is, to be to be born at home rather than to try and make a home of where you're born mm. he's he, like he's, his family, oh. his lineage is all south african and he oh. lives there he's at home so at he, home. he, yeah he was saying to home. me that like he can't imagine it, like it's always so weird to him how people just move and like he loves to get the reasons why people move around and stuff like that I, I, I said I gave him that exact same line that you, you were born at home, mm-hmm. whereas some of us had to make a home out of where we were born. So Absolutely. because you of know, that,
0: I need to write that down. You know, I've ne- I've never looked at it that way. The Difference between born being born at home, then trying to make a home where you were born. Mad. When you look at, I would use football as a reference because it's so simple for them. Mm-hmm. Everton is a big football club, but they're facing a tough time in terms of relegation right now. And for them, it's, 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 it's unthinkable. But that's all they care about. And this is because they're at home. I asked my, my brother, my dad's been going to Arsenal games because he's an Arsenal fan. And my, my brother asked him, you, you, what have you learned, you know, going to these games? And he goes, a lot of these people would be into crime if there was no football. Like this is keeping people away from violence, away from the streets. For at least two hours, I mean, they're going back to it, but what, what we're trying to say is, <laughs> <laughs> two, the two hours we didn't have it, <laughs> you know? But my point is, it's like, those things are so important for It's why we always yearn for Nigeria to be better. We know, we know, we know when we go back there, yes, we're called the British kids, but there's still a level of acceptance that you just, you can't but, you know, appreciate, you know, feeling loved, you know? Go into a village to see your grandma and how people uh, like this. I told you a kid said to me, Do you have street lights in Lagos? And I was like, I think so. I mean, I ain't really check. <laughs> I said, I mean, in London we had street lights. I fucked around and I said, in London. He said, London. I said, okay, you know what, my bad, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he was fantasizing about Lagos. I fucked around and I threw in London. He almost passed out. <laughs> you know?
1: Oh man!
0: I quickly realize, man, that you know, life is life is the simple things, man.
1: I mean, yeah, I, that, that aspect of feeling at home, I can't describe, I can't quantify it hundred percent. You know, I could maybe talk about people looking similar to you, or maybe language or name, but I mean,
0: it's in the grand scheme
1: of things, I think uh, this. I idea know, it's of, part of
0: like you this, going home and someone telling you a story about your dad, your, your dad's name. It's things like mm.
1: that, yeah, yeah. But it's the thing; it's like you can't, you can't, you can't just distill it to that. But that's like, it's like that's a a a small picture of what I'm trying to describe. But it's not like if, let's say, for example, someone came and told me, uh, told me a story about my mum while she was at uni. I don't think that would make the UK feel like more my home because my mom went to uni there, for example. So it's it's. But i don't you know agree. if it's the length of time i don't know if it's the length of time but it's just there's something that you're yearning for there's a sense where you feel like there's going to be this place where it makes sense for you things just oh. make sense
0: i mean my dad told me the other day that he used to sell pamo before he had to go to school and i was like when well, you're good at selling pamo i was the best pamo seller <laughs> and this the pride he spoke about selling pamo i thought this nigga was a pamo um, um, wizard this is what I would do is I would cut the skin of the cow, 10 of them, and i would soak it in the water, in a whole way, all water. i would take it, then my mom will wake up at four and she's ready cooking it. By the time I woke up for school, I've taken my batch down. I go to the market and I get my money. Then I go back after school, back I'm back at the market. And he was so excited about it. This was before he went to school. Nigga had to sell my mom. Can you imagine telling Dara to go and sell um <laughs> even Haribos before school? She would throw the Haribos at your head. You know? But he was so proud of that. He was so, he said before he left the UK for the UK, he was still selling pomo. I was like, man, you should have started the pomo franchise. What's wrong with you, man? Y'all niggas just don't think. I could have been the heir to the pomo, to the pomo, um, pomo industry. <laughs> I
1: have had a couple street niggas running that pomo for him and like, yo, I got the good pomo on the I'm streets, man.
0: <laughs> could have set up a, a channel in, in Mexico and uh, open up a store in <laughs> But yeah, you know, so it's those things when I, when they used to, I mean, I lived in Nigeria for a considerable amount of time. And me and my brother were talking about it today and it was just a phenomenal period. Just, I had no uh, no thoughts of leaving. I had so many friends. I had a cool network of people. We were, you know, we were with rich kids. And we're looking back now, like those parents, their, pla- their houses were MTV Cribs. Two living rooms, boys' quarters garage with six cars in it, a proper mansion. Gateman. Gateman, yeah, are the worst liars in the world. Because they're not actually lying, they're just telling the truth, but they feel like it's respectful to lie to you. Please, I came to see a guy, I got no D. Come on, man, his car is, there. I said, I got no D. He just told me to come. Like, what is your problem? Okay, one second. And then they'll go inside and I come in,
2: what? What was that about? <laughs>
1: Bruh, uh, <laughs> Nigeria is not a straightforward place for It doesn't
0: make sense, does it? Why does but, uh, your gay man tell everybody you're not in? Every every gate man, he's not in. You could see his cars in the garage. See car now, i got no And then he'll go and tell him, yeah? If you're going to see the yoga, obviously the man at the house will be like, I don't want visitors in it. That's what Nigerians do. I don't want visitors in it. So it's just easy for the gay man. which is the way the gay man... Like he's telling you to your face, he's in, but he doesn't want to see you. He'll say, oh, you, do? you don't travel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, <I> don't travel. <laughs> <laughs> you don't travel. If, uh,
1: if, yeah, but, um, but on the flip side of that, Nigerians are definitely way more willing to accept somebody just rolling up on the crib, which I like, I like that aspect of it. Unfortunately, the it's downside there, is- on,
0: Sorry, sorry to cut you there. There was no other way of actually telling people you were coming. <laughs> it's not like you could phone. <laughs> you literally just rock up because there's no other way. And if you don't come, you can't ah, you didn't even ask my boss, ah, and say, Sorry. they take personal. You can't just say, oh, I didn't want to just impose. You just show up. I think that would change now. The more we get phones and stuff like that, you, my guy, call before you come. Actually, no, we love that hospitality thing. Just rock up.
1: And I love that about the, I love that about us. I wanna I wanna experience more of that, man. That that you know, sort of I don't like I don't like the fact one of the things I don't like about the UK is that social interaction seems to be very separate. Yeah, from but you remember
0: UK, um UK didn't come from tribes and community, do you know what I mean? They didn't come from that, they didn't come from grandma, you know, names after Baba Tunde and stuff like that. They put their parents in care homes. <laughs> My parents are looking after their parents. They don't. They don't respect traditions for nada. So you won't see that. That's why you don't just rock up to people's homes.
1: You know? Yeah, I get. I get why. But I'm just saying that, like, it's, it's what you're something saying. that that doesn't like. It's just something that makes me quite sad. That you know, um, I feel like even it's that you don't even have to go too far. Even if you just go to like Spain, for example, socializing is built into their day-to-day life that, you know, kids go home for lunch. Like that's such a mad
0: concept. Well, oh, that, no. you know, yeah. Why, 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 just, just, why we, that's just not the British way. We it have, other no. ways that we, yeah, we have, we have other ways that we express that, you see what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah, and yeah, don't you know, forget, like, don't forget you're black British. So, only boys would say the pub, the pub is where they have, that's where they meet their whole lifestyles. You see what yeah. I'm saying? But we don't mm-hmm. go to the pub.
1: Very, very true. Very, because very true.
0: church! And, and to be
1: honest, I, sometimes I have thought maybe I'm missing out on something with the pub. But every time I've been in a pub, I, I just don't get the appeal the same way. There's some that I like because I think they're quite cozy sometimes, but I'd rather be there with somebody who I already know. Uh, but the idea of like going down your local, I've just not really even grown up with it. I, I, think, I
0: didn't so, grow up with that. I don't I feel think, comfortable. In. I don't feel
1: comfortable. Near yeah, me, never. so, I've, I, you know, I'm usually just like asking, oh, "Where's the show being?" <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yo, so, you, know you, you know when you go to a comedy show that's in a pub, yeah, and you go in there, y'all like, ain't here for the show, <laughs> like, bro. You're just here socializing, raw on that's Thursday, okay?
1: Bro, every time I go to downstairs at the King's Head, bro, the fact that people are literally just upstairs, this is like, yo, they pull it downstairs at the King's Head that's for a reason.
0: Right. Area to have a pub in, man. Crouching. Bruh. crouching nice be, area,
1: People be in there socializing, man. I'm jealous sometimes. I feel like maybe some guys, you know, if you're like a few generations English, maybe your dad takes you to the pub with him for your first drink or your first pint, right, or whatever right, it is. you right. kind of get used to it. You kind of get indoctrinated. Course, of course. Um, but trying yeah, to but figure we, that oh, out.
0: We just don't do that. Even the even us first generation Brits, like they're more football, church. It's still that church game, game, which I love about our culture. I think it's so important that we have some kind of religious settings that we, that, we, that we pass on to our children. Going to church on Sunday is still a good thing for family. I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I, I, and I think it's one of the most underrated aspects of black communities across the, the world. 100%, 100%. That is the role that the church is And that's
0: the thing. When we talk about the black community, we, we actually think it's a neighborhood. You, the black community is where you commute, Is it, it, where you, you and your fellow peers or whatever congregate, where you come together. And that's, like you said, usually the strength of the church. And so that's where you're going to meet. That's where our parents networked, that's where they made their circle of friends. That's why so many of us have friends from church. How did you know Fingi went to same church? It's a beautiful thing.
1: I think so, man. I agree. Certain men certain only got their immigration status because of the church, because they brought it forward
0: as a prayer <laughs> point. My dad, yeah, my dad had an immigration lawyer in our church that he got him clients because my dad attracted all the poor people. My dad didn't attract the prosperity people, man. He just didn't have them bars. My dad, my dad attracted people with problems. But here's the beauty of that. My dad attracted the, the you know, people with issues. But once the issues were resolved, they got something. They would bring food to the house. Do you see what I'm saying? They would bring a sack. My dad would come home, there's a sack of rice in the doorway. And those are things that that's that's what that's what blessing is. Those things that means you're never gonna be hungry. We're not gonna be hungry for a month because we've got a sack of rice and we can cook. On his 70th birthday, the entire church paid for it. They said they were gonna do the food. They were gonna do this because they wanted to say thank you to their pastor. So, you know, I like those elements of being a, a I think a pastor should be um, he should be a servant, man. You should serve your congregation, you know. You should they should you should be available to them if they're in trouble. <clears throat> Many times. My dad would get a phone call at six in the morning. One of his members is in the detention center. He has to go down there and, and, and bring him toothpaste or something like that. That's the work of God, you know, being there. That's what Jesus did. He showed around for people, you know. You know, and, you know, you know, maybe maybe Jesus was on a donkey. Maybe that was the private jail of those days. You know, we can't judge. Nigga pulled up in a donkey. <laughs> Y'all see that nigga Jesus, that nigga put up in a donkey, yo with some rims, Big <laughs> sitting, on, sitting on falls. <laughs> 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 yeah, I put up with a donkey, a pastor tried to spin it like that. Do you know what the donkey was on those days? That was the luxury car of those days. I was like, man. <laughs> you know what? Oh. What kind of person wrote a donkey in those days? I was like a broke person. <laughs> it's a beast of burden. <laughs> it's literally like driving a Punto or something this nigga said do you know what kind of vehicle the donkey was in those days that was the luxury car <laughs> of those times
1: I tried to make it sound like they put the donkey on a higher purchase bro <laughs> <laughs> and hey, so he, he was did, basically saying he's not, he not still making payments on <laughs> this <laughs> right?"
0: basically justifying why he pulled up to church in his little jeep <laughs> Oh, my God is a big God.
1: <laughs> ah, they love their buds, man. They love those bonds.
0: My God is not a poor God. It's like, <laughs> you know, the IRS be like, we need to audit this God, you know, because these funds they keep claiming.
1: Bruh, this is why people are so upset with the church, because usually they're operating on a tax exemption and yet accumulating such huge funds. The tax free, nah, man. The fact that churches go away with that, and it's obviously it's not just Nigerian churches, African oh, churches, my or whatever.
2: God.
0: In America, <laughs> it's money, money, money. And the thing is, the government understands the importance of religious beliefs. One, what a better way to get votes because. Everybody is in his congregation is going to vote the way he says. So when the Republicans come in, it's no surprise when you see those Republican pastors, they're going to get you the votes and all they want is more permission or more planning for whatever businesses they have interests in. And, and that's the game, you know, it's, it's, it's all good. It's the society, society, and it's nothing new, you know, it's been like that since the beginning of time, bro. The church has always had, uh, 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 a flirt, a flirtatious relationship with politics, you know. Yeah,
1: well, there was a time where the church was the government, and yeah, you know, we've moved away from that. But it doesn't mean you let go of all the power.
0: No, because and also Jesus's killing was a political move. That was mm-hmm. a political move because they were afraid he was going to get powerful. What happens when he starts, you know, taking over the government? It's like he's healing people. <laughs> You know, but
1: on, on, on the donkey, bro. It must be when he pulled out the donkey, they're like, nah, he's getting too big for his boots right there. I what's scared of.
0: Now it's when nah. he it's when they brought the adulteress and they said, Yeah, she's been sleeping around. Now you saying all this, you talking all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? What you're saying now, player. What pissed them off was Jesus was looking down. He just looked at him and he goes, he looked down for a couple of seconds and goes, um, he without seeing cast the first stone. Get back to these dominoes. <laughs> Jesus was playing dice. Yeah, niggas always interrupting the game. God, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> oh, snake eyes. Oh,
2: snake eyes.
0: Woo! <laughs> he told one of the guys to blow in. You're blowing that for me, real quick. <laughs> telling Judas, I know you're gonna betray me later on. You snake ass, nigga. Six. <laughs> oh, so that's yeah, it's, that's, you know they brought that. You know they brought the tax thing to him. You know, we, 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 you know, oh, you're not gonna be paying taxes. because give unto Caesar what's unto Caesar, give unto to what's God. So those little was a political thing. They didn't like him, and so they slandered his name to get crucified. You know, yeah. If that's the church and the and politics has always been together. In Nigeria, it's going way out of hand (laughs) way you know they can build a church the size of i don't know one of those mega tescos literally in the middle of someone's estate and there's no planning permissions there's no look this is ridiculous it's too big it won't fit it's too strong (laughs) that's the beat
1: i know but yeah, it's like that the way that the, the church or even in some cases, um, you know, like because I'm, I'm in a very Islamic country. So the extent to which you want to include your word. beliefs in the uh, in, in the way the government works, like I don't think you can ever properly get that separation that people are looking for because human beings are human beings. Mm-hmm. So so far as if, if anything on your your motto or your anthem or whatever it is has God in it, like it's already deeply entrenched. God saved the Queen and in God we trust on the money and all of that kind of stuff. It's already deeply entrenched. There's gonna be some idea of belief. Mm. It's it's already deeply in. And to be honest, if if you try and remove it, I think it's really dangerous. I think every every society kind of needs to have a belief system that kind of goes beyond what we see temporarily. There's a time when That's really what keeps people in line when the police aren't there, no one's looking. If you if everybody's supposed to be a good Christian, for example, and so they're not supposed to steal, then before you can get like the police out to everybody, people are sort of self-regulating themselves, the people around them are regulating them, the church is regulating them. It's very, very important.
0: Um Jimmy Carl was trying to push that atheist agenda at one point. It's quite prevalent on the comedy scene. People just walking up and saying, <clears throat> I'm an atheist. It died down because of you. <laughs> that's
1: what pissed me off, man. It's, I'm an atheist. Where's the punchline, sir? So? Yeah. It was it, all the all the lines like atheists were writing good material, and that, I think that's sometimes the danger of when you kind of when you feel you're right, so you feel like you no longer need to be funny because I'm right. You know, I feel like the same thing happens to the feminist comics. Sometimes it happens with black comics. Sometimes it happens with sometimes whatever. the
0: funniest things you say is when you're wrong and you're being exactly
1: wrong. exactly. So sometimes being right is a is a bigger a uh, barrier to you being yeah. funny. But yeah, yeah with the, with the atheists, they always used to have like some dead punchline, like you know, an uh, um,
0: imaginary friend.
1: Exactly, yeah. You know, uh, oh, you're still a Christian? Oh, yeah, I stopped believing in imaginary friends. Yeah. it's
0: like, it's like boy, not, I don't man. believe in God because I'm an adult. Yeah, oh,
1: bro. We should just write like a whole A. <laughs> because these cliches are, are so real, bro. And it's just, yeah. it's so lazy as well.
0: But it's the typical arrogance of man, isn't it? Of course you don't believe in God. You know, you could do this yourself if they gave you the time.
1: This is it, bro. You know? Human beings, they'd be like, "Look, we could have built Earth. Our... <laughs> yeah, we could have we put on this made
0: humans. <laughs> you know, it's um, and it was never good material. That's what pisses me off. It's like, you know, I don't like, I, you know, it has to be funny. I don't. I'm not here to hear your 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 cool opinions. Shouldn't women rule the world? No,
2: <laughs>
0: you know, yeah." Like, people were taking the Kurt Zuma material. So what you are trying to say were lower than cats? What, where's the material in that? Like, where's, like what do you want him to say to that? That's just making an awkward room. Find a punchline. I was like, you know, you could actually, was, ironically, you could tell why he played professional football, though, right? Because great technique, the, the, the kick. <laughs> First touch was immaculate. That's comedy, though, you know? That's wrong. I'm not trying to be right trying to be funny, that's it.
1: This is how you said the first touch was immaculate.
0: Yeah, first touch was immaculate. You could just tell, like, yep, technique all day. That's technique. Oh, But that's where the comedy is. You know? That's why people will laugh, because you see, the comic view is not supposed to be the standard view, otherwise anyone could say it. The comic view is the view of, that nobody saw, the view that, you know, when Reginald D. Hunter was like, you see those posters that said, if you want to know how much an illegal cab costs, asks a rape victim. And he goes, you know, there's nothing funny about rape. But all the, of all the questions to ask a rape victim, it's just a bit, you know, listen, sorry about the ordeal you just went through, but could you just tell me how much it costs to get from King's Cross to Dolston? To That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's
2: funny. That's hilarious, man.
0: <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, because the, the the campaign was a bit too, you know, you didn't get, you know, they didn't think of that, but a comic will. It's like, you know, you can't, if you want to know how much an illegal cap costs, ask a rape victim. It's like, wow, can't I just ask the, the driver himself? Oh man. Ask the victim? <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 just what comedy is. The best comics find, uh, way to say something funny, I guess, that you didn't expect them to say or see. And and, and, and that's what you want from comedy, you know? So even with the, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, when, when I joke about it, it's not to, to give you this, Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech. My open line is that I'm no activist. It was the West End. I had a couple of things I needed to return. I saw the mandem. That's, that's, that's comedy.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Bruh, it's frustrating sometimes, always trying to be right. I mean, sometimes just write a good joke. And, you know, even when it comes to, for example, like that joke that i mentioned earlier on that I did about Ukraine, even if you feel like you are right, that does not negate your responsibility to make people laugh. And, and, and you know what? Because I really feel like the best comedy is the ones where people laugh even though they disagree with you. I feel like that's such a a big barometer of how good a joke is, if you can overcome people's initial desire to disagree with you and just have them laugh at you. But I think
0: think people are so obsessed with what people think. I I don't care if you agree with what I'm saying. That's not what I'm here for. It's like Bill Mm -hmm. Hicks didn't care what you thought. He came to tell his material. He actually didn't like being interrupted. I don't care what you think, I'm here to tell jokes. We can talk afterwards, but right now I don't care. And if you look at it like this, that joke you told is not gonna define you. Once this is over, that joke, you won't be able to use the joke all the time. It's not gonna be the, I can't wait till I get to my Ukraine bit. <laughs> you know, it was just a witty, a very witty line in the, in the current affair. But you you and I as well know, current material is the worst material to write. Cause when it's not current anymore, you are thinking, man, I'm gonna bring up the, the Olympic jokes again, nigga.
1: <laughs> bro, you know me, I'm going
0: to reuse it, bro. I'm going to be like, yo, you remember that Russia war? <laughs> Mads. Crazy. Are you Ukraine?
2: <laughs>
0: you just went for every single war. Same about the war in ex uh, right now. Um, Isn't it funny in the war? But <laughs> well, you know what I mean, it's like... I've learned that... Um, it's not about the one joke, it's about the volume of jokes. Because once, jo- once you have a good joke, it's your responsibility to start trying to move it on because you don't want to get trapped in good material.
1: That's, that's my biggest depression, bro. So when I get a good joke and it's firing off, I've tweaked it and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I get this heaviness that's like-
0: all right, peace
1: soon. I, I, exactly. <laughs> And the thing that well, you, know, you, you, know, you know when recently, you know it's time to
0: let it go. When you're not
1: enjoying, no, when you're no, not, um, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like you know in your
2: heart. You Even when
0: you're yeah. getting the big laugh, you're just like, "Yep, yeah, I know this material." <laughs> <laughs> At the back of my hand, I know this material.
1: I will live For the past few years, like as I've got a nine five job, I've kind of almost treated stand-up like it is also a job. So even though I've kind of got You're in that place. Not
0: yeah. even... You're in that Chris Rock place. You know, when he was like, I was just comfortable and he said, but then I got serious about what it is I wanted to do. Same place, bro, I'm in the same place. I don't like my material. I used to, I, I was putting it on the shows. I'm going too far. But the truth is, I, I know I need to change material. My only struggle is I don't know what I want to say. You know, where you know, you know, you know, where you start when you don't need to, when you, when you need new material, you start with how you really feel. Yeah. So I want to walk on stage and say, I hate this, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> Can can't someone just give me the money? Why can't I just say millionaire and then it just happens? Like, why do I have to perform for you, Lord? I don't even like what I wrote. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's Wednesday. Like, it's just, why? It's not sold out. Michael McIntyre's new material night sell out. That's why he's able to turn that material. It's supportive. People love him. Look at you. you're, not, you're not even listening right now. <laughs> Go through that pain. And then, then comes the gems. But yeah. for that, you need family space on stage, innit? You know? I mean,
1: yeah, I,
0: I, I, you know, I, I love the to new yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. And and to be honest, part of it is the fact that I I, I think I'm just really enjoying like podcast formats right now because I'm still kind of getting to the root of what I think or what I want to say, but there's no pressure to be funny. Now, I, I, I like that aspect of it to a certain extent, but at the same time, nothing beats good stand-up, man. Nothing beats that. So it's... It's kind of like, whilst I enjoy podcasts, I feel like they kind of, um, they pacify. They pacify before. If I wanted to say all of this stuff, I would have had to think of a very funny and clever way to say it all. But podcasts just kind of give you that space to just kind of pop off and bounce off the other person. Pause. And not get really it
0: twisted. A podcaster is not a comedian.
1: The podcast, was sorry?
0: A podcaster is not a comedian.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: you can't, you can't. Yeah, you got, you got to say to yourself, okay, <coughs> yeah, I'm good at the podcast. I enjoy doing that, but that's not the craft. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. The craft is still comedy. The craft is still using that gift God gave us—the gift to make people laugh—and juicing it for what it's worth, man. You know, stabbing pause. it from diff- yeah, stabbing. Well, I pause again, stabbing it from different angles and seeing what comes out.
1: I know if you that. now.
0: <laughs> I just read the story that they're going to, the RSPCA are going to prosecute Kazuma. Bro, can they can RSPCA, bro, can bro, they prosecute you? Cat kicker. <laughs> <laughs> really, nigga? Cat kicker? Cat kicker Kazuma and his brother, Yowen, to appear in court as RSPCA look for prosecution. This is some bullshit. Nah, I'm switching. I'm switching now. I'm gonna ju- now. I'm gonna play the race card.
1: These are the trappings of the first
2: world, <laughs> bro. I'm, <Yo. fully> <laughs>
0: I'm fully done. I'm fully done. I am fully done. Is the co- is the cat gonna go to trial? <laughs> <laughs> Like this,
1: Bruh, It's the whole thing is, anyway. It's it's easy for me to say that it's all blown out of proportion because you know it's not my particular cause. But for those people that love animals, I guess this is really what it's all about, man.
0: Just I love I love black people, but I've never seen anyone prosecuted for being racist. Yes, right.
2: There must be someone. But anyway, yeah, they usually get fined or whatever. Which he's
1: already been fined. They wanted to be prosecuted as well as fined. That's mad. That's a bit much, man.
0: I think for the cat, man. It's going to be the first time seeing Zuma since the incident.
2: <laughs> bro.
1: They might have to put him on the animal offenders registry, bro. Just in case other cats know when he moves into the area,
0: you're gonna put the cat behind that screen <laughs> <laughs> to give you evidence. Look at the cat on the TV monitor.
1: Bruh, that, the stenographer who's taking notes on the court, <laughs>
0: she's
1: pressing any buttons at that point, man. Oh uh, man. That's hilarious. You got work for this week.
0: Don't kick the cat. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do this one for you, Zuma, man. They got a nigga fishing. They got a nigga catching cases.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, catching cases at a fast rate, boiling the fast lane. Also, to the morning, never stop until the cash came. Never left us a third nigga to the day I die. Never left us to both play because he we get it out. That's it for the podcast. Catching cases at a fast rate. <laughs> There is a war going on But we have time to Oh my goodness
1: Catching cases at a fast rate That's funny bro That's definitely the podcast title (laughs) Man I can't believe that Seriously they're trying to prosecute him That's mad that RSPCA has that kind of authority as well
0: Oh my god What's the, what's the what's the what's the what's the um the charge here? Now like, what the fuck are they expecting to happen? He's gonna to go to prison for kicking the cat. I'm kicking cats all day after that. I said yeah, I was trying to write material saying they find him 250k, hey, man, If I got fined 250k for kicking my cat, I'm killing the cat. When I get home, cat's dead. I'm killing, I'm killing a cat. 250. I'm, I'm murdered. I'm going to commit murder.
1: Right, like, the witness has to disappear.
0: Fifty
2: k. Who?
1: You know, you know there are mafia cases where all of a sudden the witness disappears the night before trial, so they can't go to trial. Right, that's what I'm gonna do with the cat, man, and then dispose of all evidence.
2: Right, <laughs> it's just really weird.
0: Man, apparently Catwoman was really offended, so she got involved, got in touch. So that was yeah, from the from Gotham. So she so she reached out and she was not happy with the situation. So you know that celebrity power that comes with it, the pressure's on, baby, pressure's on. Man, like you don't really catch this heat unless you're talking about you know certain people. You think the cat was the cat Jewish or something? <laughs> Brother, brother, what's this, even white was even white is like, raw
1: I thought I had it back.
0: What's going on,
2: man?
1: Yeah. Nah, brother. Man, don't check me into that, bro. Nah, what the cool you? They're going to say I'm
0: anti-Semitic, and that's not what I meant, I'm just saying, rah, usually the heat is on, you know, when you say something like black people original Hebrews or something like that, but this is next level.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, God. But. I feel sorry for him, man. He thought the war was a distraction, these slick niggas.
1: Yeah, it's funny how they didn't forget this.
0: I thought he started the war. Listen, Putin, I'm going to need some... um <laughs> your tanks ready yet? Y'all calling enough fuel? <laughs> Let me chip in on the fuel. Let me chip in on the fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I need a distraction. Oh. bro. you know Mason grew to her Daniels and thought, fuck, I was about to release my little story as well. Well, I'm going to be quiet for another six months.
1: I, all this time, Mason Greenwood they've been arrested.
0: He's been arrested for what?
1: Are they saying that he basically R-worded his girl, and she said yeah. no, and it, that wasn't it? Like the I interviewed
0: him. He's on bail, but I think you know, you know how it is, man. You know what it is. Is we forget this is nothing new in terms of if he wasn't a superstar footballer, it'd be someone. It'd be literally someone's relationship. Um, remember Left Eye?
2: Yeah.
0: She burnt her boyfriend's house. Yeah. How do you know she was at that time? You know what, sorry? Do You know how old she was?
1: Uh, we like did 19- we did discuss it. Yeah, we discussed this on another podcast.
0: That was 19- nineteen twenty. Yeah. So it's a, it's a similar thing, you know. And she was in the heat of the moment. She found some numbers in the phone, and she went off but she burnt the frigging top down. But she didn't know the repercussions. But when you're young, you do stupid things. And they are a young couple who are living in a, a dream life and don't know how to handle it yet. So hopefully he will get his punishment and they can, you know, because I don't think they're going to break up. I don't think that's the issue. I think it's more a case of he needs to start understanding calm. You're
1: not entitled to life. Yeah, bro. That's, anyway, let me not say too much on that one. I can't lie to you, man. I'm flagging right now, bro.
0: Bro, how old are you? Like six hundred. What time is it? Is it in um, the Sahara Desert? <laughs>
2: it's got past midnight here. See, that
0: like, man, Always trying to call over pussy. Like, it's just
1: bullshit. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> That's the whole brainstorm session. This is about to be a whole five minute bit before we set.
0: <laughs> no, didn't know I called Cat kicker. <laughs> I kicked one cat. I kicked one cat. I'm not just out here kicking random cats.
1: <laughs> cat kicker, right. you know?
0: They're it's dropping not, much. I don't just do this every day.
1: They're dropping much by the end of the year, bro. Trust me. You're gonna have cat kicker kicks. There's gonna be cat kicker. You know caps. what?
0: This is why I can't. I don't understand why people don't realize. You know the saying thingy: when there's blood on the streets, make, make money. money, capitalize. Right. There is a war in Ukraine. And Nazuma hasn't publicly declared his house as a refugee spot. I don't know what he's thinking. Right. If that was me, I'm funding their uniforms, I'm paying for food, I'm saying, you see how good I am at heart?
2: <laughs>
0: RSPCA will have to back down yet, yeah, but look what he's doing for Ukraine. Really, RSPCA? Is it a time is this necessary right now?
1: Right. Next thing I'm thinking is. What's the exchange rate? How many Ukrainians have to take in to justify kicking the cat? <laughs> so I know if it's five, then I'll take 10 just in case I need to kick the cat one hey, more time. Just double
0: up, double up, double up, just to overdo it. You're right, you're right, you're right. How many cats do you keep for the public to forgive you?
1: Bro, that's bad.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Maybe there's a, there's a sketch in there, you know? Like, you know, when someone gets canceled and all that, like, what will it take for the public to forgive? So, in Mason Greenwood's case, we said he had to score the winning goal to win the World Cup and break down on TV, and that will get him back in the good books. Obviously, Kurt Zuma, we said he should use the war angle to get him back in, in good books. <laughs> you know. Right. I'm obviously, hearing that. Obviously, there's I'm certain it's hearing... like, like Jimmy Sandler ain't getting no redemption. R. Kelly's not getting redemption now. Ain't nobody for Yeah. Him R. Kelly's cutting these streets. R. Kelly can't come out of prison. Do his time and say, Step in the name of love. Nah, nigga. nah, nah. <laughs>
1: We're
0: listening to genuine now, player. We're listening to genuine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, genuine finally won, you know. Gini Wine finally won. We, we got
0: it wrong. We got it wrong.
1: <laughs> That's nuts.
0: That's nuts. Imagine coming out prison. What's going on in the world? They listen to genuine now, dog. Dang. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <I'm asking>. uh, <laughs> uh, oh, nah,
1: not Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember, when, live when live. you went, He was the up and coming artist. Now you come out. He's a big star. He <laughs> <You laughs> has to this club for open mic. You mind? it's is is going to his head now. He in the lever seats. <laughs> 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 this is my town now. <laughs> Bad.
2: Oh gosh!
0: You think the R Kelly story is going to be a movie, if, Kelly, if I'm R Kelly, that's what I'm. That's how I'm going to get back into the into the well financially anyway. I'm going to buy all the rights to my name. So when they write the story, the fall of R Kelly, even though it's going to be a, mo- a great movie and it going to cost me, I'll be getting paid. Right, we should probably wrap up, man. We got the park and you out here pass, you out here falling asleep. How are the kids,
1: by the way? You must be missing them. Yeah, I am I they're good, man. They're good. They they're really cute. Oh, well, my son's cute on the calls. My daughter can't be bothered, man. She's watching stuff, she's watching TV, she's good. She ain't trying to hear nothing, bro. But my son, he'd be mad involved. Like, I think he's still getting the concept that like I'm not around, but that he can talk to me via the phone. So Yeah, it's mad cute, man. It's mad cute.
0: My daughter's like, this thing always (laughs) leaving. Ain't nobody telling us it was fear The love for my dad. I was like, we felt like this. (laughs) Yeah. that's That's my girl. Look, put motherfucker right there. Mm-hmm.
1: That's <laughs> hilarious, right? <bro. laughs> can you imagine oh, the first
0: bro. time like can you imagine the first time Lil Kim's dad heard her lyrics? Oh, oh no, oh hell no. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Right. <laughs>
0: That's funny though, if your daughter comes on with some dope ass bars here. Well, she's cursed and then everything but the bars are fired though how'd you deal with that
2: <laughs>
1: nobody ever told us it was fair huh? <laughs> that line with that nobody ever told us it was fair and cut the <laughs> for the nigga never <laughs> that's <is, laughs> that's funny bro <laughs> you
0: got a little notepad mm. Mm. <laughs>
1: Bro, I might have to do that. I might have to be her height, but okay. mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that's my dad. By the way, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <it> <laughs> but that was never around. What else?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're jumping in. My dad was a sucker. Uh, talk to that later.
1: <laughs> what oh. else?
0: You're <laughs> on the open seat. So, um. So so, so so you support your daughter being mad, you know, being there? Oh yeah, the bag is working, baby girl. <laughs> <Good story. laughs> the father that was not there, who is now the hot man. Right. What is his favorite song? That's my favorite song, you know? <laughs> that's a shout out, I was really out there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. It's funny. Bro,
2: thank What's you so much? much.
0: I didn't like that, Mama. I I didn't really like the song, you know. I I am. Um... <laughs> 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 I thought his lyrics were not just you know. That'd be so no. bad. You write a song about your mama, no one's feeling it. Bro, I wonder yeah. how many like tribute songs to moms they didn't make it.
1: Bro, to be honest, Kanye's one. If I'm yeah. the documentary,
0: <laughs> yeah, it didn't. You forgot it. You forgot. You forgot that song. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ah oh yeah he
0: did it for his mom like yeah it didn't it didn't stand Nah. you know i listened to a lot of college dropout i listened to his whole albums when I was doing puzzles and a lot of there's a lot of fillers i didn't realize that at that time i didn't understand what fillers were in an album not that that's a bad thing it's just that listen you're making 20 to 15 songs some songs are just gonna be whatever it is but the other skits on the college dropout late registration the skits are never funny we broke Bro, broke, broke bro. <laughs> You know, you know, we ain't dropping like he was funny. But there's a lot of feelings on that song. And that album, that album wasn't, Yeah, you're right. That, um, hey, mom, I know I act a fool, but I promise you, I'm going back to school. We want to hear that real shit. Was well, she a crackhead or not, Nick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> even yeah, as a crazy, <laughs> 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 this,
0: this nigga even hung on his mom from his jail cell. Nah, my man. <laughs>
1: Oh, so y'all just had a house in the suburbs? And you and you loved each other?
0: Ain't nobody telling us it was fair. You ain't got none of that. How many mama songs didn't make Imagine your mama song doesn't make it. Imagine the record, let me tell you, yeah, well, album's great, we just took out the mama song, and, the, sorry, you took out what? The mama song, not feeling it. Well, that's about my mom, bro.
1: If you put the mama song and your mama ain't feeling it. Your mama's like, yeah. I- not really my jam. Yeah, you
0: could have, <laughs> could have embellished it a little bit more, you know, the pain I was going through. <laughs> when we grew up rich, they didn't
1: have to know that. Wait, it's just like, but the lyrics are trash, though. Yeah, this <laughs>
2: trash.
0: The
1: lyrics are trash. Like, I know you tried, but it's trash, man. Right? I don't want to be associated with this, man. You said Yo, your wife had to find
0: you funny,
1: innit? My wife had what?
0: Had to find you funny.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, man. No, I'm definitely, like, of the school of thought that if I'm going to be with a woman and I do stand up, like, I'm going to need to be with a woman that finds me funny.
0: Do you think... Who's her favourite comedian or what kind of comedy is she into?
1: My ex wife? Um,
0: Your actual that's... wife? You no, know, the pretend one.
1: Well, you might be asking hypothetically.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> what kind of comedy is she watching?
1: Um... She doesn't really watch comedy.
0: Mad. So she's not into comedy, really she? <laughs> you just know... You know she's bullshitting you all the time. You ain't into comedy, get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the mad thing is, she pays attention, so she'll know so much about it from picking it up around me. But in terms of left to her own devices, she ain't picking a damn comedy, bro. I
0: had to understand that. Like, I had to understand that some of my people's... My style of comedy is not their comedy. Mm. You know? Some are not into comedy.
1: Bro, it, it gets me every time because I'm like, why would you not? Comedy is the most amazing thing I've ever ever seen or heard. But yeah, you're right, man. Some people, bro, they're still gonna pick them period dramas or whatever it is that they watch.
0: Right. or whatever it is they, they enjoy doing. Yeah, so, man. Comedy, you know. Like they're not the one to like my brother's into comedy, so we get along, we talk a lot about comedy because he actually he will tell me to watch with this person. I just watch this comic, I watch that comic. ah, all right, slow down. I get insulted. You know, I knew about him. Who that? Bill Burr? Okay. You know, but my sister doesn't watch comedy like that. So when they're talking to comedy like, she's still on delirious Eddie Murphy. I'm like, it's moved on since then. I was trying to explain to her why Chappelle's a better stand-up than Eddie Murphy. She could not understand me. She was like, you're saying. She was funny than Eddie Murphy. So I didn't say he's funnier than Eddie Murphy, but you need more than delirious and raw to compete with someone who's done Blueprint. All eyes on me, Machiavelli the Don. Um, Are you still down? He's put out so many albums, and then they getting done in twenty years. You know, so I can't say that. She didn't understand it. She said, "I said Chris Rock is the best stand-up." Album. She said, "Oh no, this is me. Chris Rock is the quintessential stand-up comedian. You go to clubs and grind it out."
1: That man really did, that man really set the pace on what the culture looks like.
0: Hell yeah. I said, Bill Hicks, she was like, Bill Hicks. I said, bro, that's all they did. <laughs> they didn't get movies. They didn't get TV shows. Yes. That man had to gig. I hear that. This is, um, Bill Hicks said, his, his dad said to him, you know, you know, I like your me too, but do you always have to curse, you know? Go, Bob Hope doesn't curse. He said, I told him, Bob Hope doesn't play the shills. I have to play. Right, right,
2: exactly.
1: You know what a really good answer. A really good answer.
0: It's a really good answer. You won't have to curse. <laughs> Listen, when you're a pastor who's got the, the the big church, the congregation is middle class, and everyone's been there, your, your 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 service is straight. God said, "When I come in, I got it." Like everyone loves that. When you got the the lower echelons, it's fire and brimstone.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: It's say, if you seen in my church, you know you got you play to the audience, you boy. <laughs>
1: Bro. I can tell a man that bro he needs to sin in his tax bracket. You move it outside your tax bracket out here, right, man. Right,
2: right.
1: Lax. Relax, man. You better you better stick to fix working on your gambling habit.
0: Fornication <laughs> no, in a in a in a middle class church is fine. And in a church where, you know, we got immigration issues and you know. You the, the, can't be funny. Ah, on top of that, you are still looking for women, <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro. You can't have uh, immigration issues and adultery, bro. All for the kids. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. Man, I definitely right, bro, feel like I need to take a, a check on that one, bro. I'm flagging, know, man. Do
0: you know? You know, I forget you're in um Qatar, so like three hours, <laughs> right?
1: I'm four hours ahead, but you keep you keep moving that location, bro. I've been everywhere, bro. I've been everywhere.
0: <laughs> you you're in you in the Gulf right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I said I I forgot you were uh, flipping uh, in, in Saudi. Was it Saudi Arabia? Yeah, yeah. right yeah. next to Oman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Was Iraq
0: saying,
1: though? Yeah, man. What what, what, what kind? Of, What kind of spots they got in Lebanon like that?
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, Afghanistan has a district where it's live.
1: Well, what? Who has a district? Afghanistan. They got districts.
0: You know, like city centers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but they never show those places.
1: Yeah, what? you telling me Afghans got flipping the works, McDonald's, pasta?
0: They've got a print works right next to Al Hapajjad um <laughs> thingy road. They've got a print works there. There's a HM,
1: uh, uh a, oh, that's there's got there's what
0: a beep there. It's <laughs> <There's laughs> a baby in there, bro. It's a run by people from Afghanistan too. Run by the Afghans, yeah. Dead. Big things, big things,
1: big
0: things, big you didn't know they have one of those. You didn't know. You didn't know. I think there's an ibis there. Don't quote me on that one, though. But there might be an ibis nearby. We should check that out when we, we want to fly out.
1: Ibis stores,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> what are the other shops? Right, you know, at the station. When you come at the station, there's, there's a Waterstones too. I don't know if you've been to that one.
1: No, it's the Smiths, bro. It's Smiths. They got the Smiths I on the end.
0: Smiths. Next to the yeah, day yeah. de France. <laughs> <laughs> Go on next to the the day de France,
1: bro. I heard they got um, majestic wine warehouse, but there's no <laughs> alcohol in the wine, bro. Oh,
0: <laughs> a it's
1: just it's just great juices, bro. Oh, is there a Burger King in there
0: as well? <laughs> <laughs> there's one Burger King. There must be a Burger King in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the city center, man. I'm telling you man, they've got the frameworks, the cinema, they're going um, a city world, they've got a city world. <laughs> hey, why is it always city world when it's out of town? Why is it always city world?
1: Right, city world put your work, bro. City World said yeah. wherever <laughs> you gonna <and> be.
0: Bro. <laughs> bro. <clears throat> but yeah, man. People don't be knowing that about about you know, apparently they're building the Westfields, but I think mean, that's a bit <laughs> fuck, Westfields. <laughs> but it must have a outdoor, like people don't show. Like I, I literally Googled in so- Sokoto and I someone you Nigerians know, are doing travel vlogs now, driving from Lagos to Sokoto. It's a beautiful thing to see because I didn't know you could drive that place. And it's yeah. far, of course, but the roads were good and the people were speeding and enjoying themselves. And Sokoto was beautiful, man. It's just a beautiful part. This is in your own country, and I never thought of going like, to Sokoto. Although I oh, that was just calling
1: Yeah, I mean, um, what's his name? Dandy Humorous, uh, uh, Nigerian comic. He said for his honeymoon, him and his wife just got in the car and uh, drove around Nigeria. And So they just Man. tried to, um, yeah, I'm just
0: visit night. different cities. I'm not at- The good thing about Nigeria is you can you can start a journey at six in the morning. Niggas is active, but there's traffic. <laughs> there's traffic. <laughs> no one's driving at night. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, that's mad. It's wild, though, that everyone's kind of on the same page about it. But it's real, man. It's real. Really to night seven.
0: before, though. Don't get it twisted. When I came back from boarding school, we drove at night. But when I say night, I'm talking seven. We ain't talking three in the morning, though.
1: This guy. This guy. I hate you, man. I hate you. For real. All
0: right, man. I'm going to let you get uh, some because I know. I know how to beat you in a yeah,
1: bubble. I'm working on the Al- that, that <laughs> Ali That's mad. All right, catching cut cases at a fast rate. I love it. <laughs> that's guys,
0: a at a fast rate.
1: guys, please forgive me for
2: <laughs> please forgive target. me for
1: flagging on this one, man. Uh yeah, it's i I'm trying to keep up, but yo, I'm knackered right now. So guys, please forgive me, but thank you so much for staying tuned. Um, here at the Boys Quarters uh, shout out to everybody that's been hitting us up, uh, shout out to everybody that listens, shout out to everybody that shares it with their friends, we love you all um, keep hitting us up on the, on the socials, it's at Fumbi on Mataya on Instagram at Fumbi on Twitter and at Ola the Comedian on everything because that's on Neighbourhood
0: that's on Catching Cases
1: <laughs> that's on uh, that's on Cat that's on Magic Carpets mm. straight up (gasps) stay blessed man peace to everyone man
2: peace